you are now entering the Cloud Controller Audio Blog, a blog designed to help small business owners better understand the everyday complexities of small business finance. Now, introducing your host out of Omaha, Nebraska, weighing in at 185 pounds, a height not over six feet tall, entrepreneur, number nerd, small business lover, and diehard Chicago Cubs fan, Sean Meyer. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on the Cloud Controller Audio Blog a blog designed to take the complexities out of small business finance, if that's even possible. Uh, so let's jump right in here. This blog today is five reasons why financial statements are necessary for businesses of any size. Author's excerpt before I get into it here. This blog was created uh, just based off prior conversations I've had with many small business owners through my banking days and days are at Cloud Controller. Um, it, it seems to be a common phrase from small business owners that they don't need financial statements. The, the reasons do vary. Uh, you know, generally it's just thinking they're too small, um, thinking that they don't need them, obviously. And frankly, I think a lot of times it's just that they don't understand them, um, you know, so they don't know how to use them when they do get them. So hopefully after this blog, you'll understand why it's important. You know, even if you don't understand them, you don't know how to do it. There's resources out there that can help you. Uh, we, you know, Cloud Controller Inc., we're an outsourced bookkeeping firm. We'll gladly uh, take a look at this for you, see if we can help you out with. I know there's plenty of other companies out there just like us. So please don't let any of those initial concerns prevent you from creating these financial statements and I hope this blog will show you why they're important. So, not sure if your small business needs financial statements. <laughs> well, we're willing to bet they'll help. Starting a company can be a frugal process in one's life. The cash is flowing and the expenses are adding up, a scenario that deters many from entering the entrepreneur lifestyle. Cutting expenses will lead to wearing many different hats. While some of these hats fall within the new entrepreneur's strengths, the remainder fall into the need improvement or weakness categories. In the initial stages, business is slow enough to handle all these hats while soon reaching the overwhelming stage. These once simple tasks are now pulling them away from business operations, an equation that will create shortcuts. The essentials still get completed, but other tasks get pushed to the back burner. As a new business owner, the interpretation of essentials might not be what it should be. A common task that gets pushed aside is that of bookkeeping or accounting. So the reason I, uh, I wrote this blog was inspired by a story from a, uh, at the time, a potential client or a prospect, I guess you'd call them, gave me a call and you know, just had a couple, you could tell he was in kind of a fire drill mode, you know, you needed these done quick. Uh, and, you know, it just, it really happened at the perfect time. So jumping back into the blog here, I'm not sure if this was lined up or just coincidence was in full force, but I received a call from a potential client not too long ago. This client happened to call while I was listening to Good Financial Sense podcast number 28, How to Start a Franchise Empire Without Going Broke. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with the Good Financial Sense podcast, but 
It's a podcast from Jeff Rose, who is a certified financial planner. I I listen to Jeff uh, for a couple different reasons. You know, the personal finance aspect of it is great. Don't get me wrong. I do enjoy that. But I feel like I have a little bit more of an upper hand from that, just from working in the banking and kind of my education and background in that. But I listen to Jeff for really motivation, I guess, and just... He's a fun guy to listen to, so if, if you ever get bored or ever, I guess if you really need a, a personal finance podcast, I highly recommend Good Financial Sense, and that's sense spelled C-E-N-T-S. Um, so in this podcast, Jeff Rose interviewed friend and fellow entrepreneur Jesse Kaiser on how to start a franchise empire. Jesse Kaiser, he had a couple different franchises. I think, I can't remember what he started off on, but I know Sports Clubs was one of them, and... He diversified and really just quickly became a franchise expert, a franchise, built a franchise empire, um, was doing really well for himself. So there was a lot of good information in this podcast, but the part that really stuck with me was the importance of financial information that Jesse had spoke about. In Jesse's scenario, it was keeping clean financials to expedite the bank request. <laughs> when my potential client called, though, it was for a lot more reasons than that. Um, after 30 seconds of small talk, the potential client dove into his reason for calling. He got busy with, quote, unquote, higher priority tasks in his new business, causing him to take a shortcut that excluded financial record keeping. Tax time came around and he realized that bank statements couldn't replace all aspects of financial statements. He asked if I could retroactively create his 2015 financials so the taxes could be completed. Of course, I told him we could take this off his plate, but I wasn't going to let him off that easy. I began to give him my speech on the importance of business financials. After a short conversation, I began to hear the light bulbs turning on from his side of the phone. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if it was just that he was being or became agitated that I sounded like his banker, or if he was just relieved that he now understood the importance of financials, but his tone of voice did quickly shift. He told me a story of how he recently tried to obtain a line of credit from his local bank. This story, again, is all too common and one that every small business owner should know. In this scenario, the client was a small town, or small lawn, it was in a small town, but a small lawn mowing company that just started operations last summer, which would have been the summer of 2015. He had a loss in his first year, but was anticipating a much better second season. Uh, during the offseason, he had made sales of Focus, and with leveraging his network, he was able to pick up additional contracts for the upcoming season. To adhere to this growth, he had hired on two additional employees, which created a six-employee business, and he had the intention of having two trucks going on at all times. You know, with adding employees and additional trucks, you understand that there's going to be additional expenses that would come prior to the collection of revenue. Uh, to cover these expenses before the revenue was collected, he decided to um, that a line of credit would be beneficial, which is obviously a smart choice. It's kind of what the line of credit is designed for, but um, how he went about getting this was really the, uh, the main part of the story. So to obtain this line of credit, he went into his local bank branch, as normal. Uh, upon arriving, he explained his request at the teller line. They referred him over to a business banker. After a few minute wait, the, ba the business banker came out, started with a short introduction, and then immediately jumped into business. Um, 
after jumping into a business, his first request was obviously to take a look at the financials. You know, he wanted to see what they were dealing with before going too much further. The potential client relayed to him that the only financials they complete is a running total of expenses with the mindset, you know, that they would just use this at tax time and revenues could be derived from deposits to his checking account. To most, this does sound like a viable way to paint a financial picture, but for a creditor of any sort, this is nothing more than a red flag waving in front of their face. The banker politely told him that they need financials and to give him a call if they get them completed in the future. After finishing up the story, the potential client ended with another all-too-common phrase, I don't understand why they need fancy statements, especially from a small guy like me. Again, I say all too common because I've heard this numerous times from small business owners. A couple of them I know personally, allowing me the chance to ask why they don't believe they are needed. The most common result is that they don't believe it's necessary. Parlaying this relief, or sorry, parlaying this belief into the thought that creditors are bullying them in an effort to avoid giving them a loan. This latest conversation sparked me into posting the importance of financials with an emphasis of why creditors require them as I finish my Good Financial Sense podcast. So before we get into the five reasons here, I, uh, I hope you understand from that short little dialect there that the main, you know, you, uh, banks do have a bad rep. You know, they just kind of from historical and recent 2008, 2009 times that they, they'll bully anybody you know small guys especially you know so many times everybody is quick to jump on and just assume that a bank's pulling them you know they don't want to give them a loan so that's why they're requiring financial statements they favor the big guy they favor the wealthy you know all these all of these reasons i can promise you from an ex-banker's point of view that is not true uh you know small business is really what uh, the fuel for a lot of your smaller banks you know, you might get to your bigger banks who that might be a little bit more true. But from talking to him, he was talking to his or a community bank there. So, you know, trust me, they're they're not dealing with anybody too big. So they're not picking on anybody. They just they simply need financials. So the five reasons why I believe businesses of any size need financial statements. Reason number one. Providing an overall financial picture. So starting back with the uh, straightforward reasons first here. The first importance is for the other party, which was, or in this case, was the bank. You know, providing them with the ability to paint a financial picture. This picture helps understand what they are getting into. Similar to why a bank will pull a credit report, verify income, value collateral, and so on on all personal loans. They need a way to determine credit worthiness on your business. Providing them with your revenue and expenses is a great start and something that they will need, but only having this excludes a very important statement. That statement is the balance sheet. The balance sheet is important in many different ways. While the most common reason in analyzing a balance sheet is to understand your business's current health. The balance sheet provides many vital signs, including current leverage, liquidity, and cash balance. All these indicate how well your business would stay afloat if profits took a downturn for a year, you know, say either in an off year, recession, in any year that's a down year for you. 
In this client's example, we know that the balance sheet wouldn't provide promising stats, but it would at least serve as a collateral sheet. If a bank provides a business with an operating line of credit, they're generally going to try and obtain a first lien on all assets. You know, sometimes they won't get the first lien on all assets. Let's say that another bank financed a piece of equipment that they put a direct lien on or a car and so on. But when a bank puts a first lien on your assets, that provides them collateral to collect if you're unable to repay. A lot of time the first lien will cover you know, primarily AR, accounts receivable, or inventory, kind of your short-term assets that are going to be used as collateral for your short, excuse me, for your short-term uh, lending, such as line of credit. Um, so, you know, seeing what assets you have is essential to complete any loan request in terms. Make sure you have a balance sheet before you go in to request a business loan. Reason number two, a standard of measurement. Any stakeholder that has a direct impact from your business wants to see growth, realistic growth. Any salesperson could stand on the corner and yell that they're going to double profits this year, but only the successful entrepreneurs are able to achieve their projections. Achieving your projections will put faith in your leadership, and outside parties will begin to use your projections on upcoming years, even basing their decisions off of them. If a company doesn't create financials, there isn't a way to measure performance, and this creates nothing but uncertainty from other parties. You know, not having financials, I don't under, I mean, yes, I understand you could still put together your revenue by looking at your deposits, see what you brought in and everything, but it just, not having financials, you cannot make the proper measurements or the proper reporting, you know, to see how your goals are lined up with your actual results. Uh, you know, for to realistically measure any business growth or business success, you need our financial statements, and you need more than your income statement. You know, your balance sheet's going to show other items that your income statement isn't going to catch. Your statement of cash flows is also. You know, are you doing great at sales but terrible at collection of them? So you're you're showing revenues of so you know a hundred thousand a year, but then you're actually only collecting you know eighty percent of that, and you're forgetting about the rest. All sorts of ratios or information that can be derived from financial statements are missed. Obviously, when you don't complete these uh, these statements. All right, on to reason number three, a sense of responsibility and seriousness. To you, responsibility is shown in your daily efforts of operating the business. You know, you work hard, you're there day in, day out. To you, this shows that obviously you're serious about your business and you're responsible. Don't get me wrong, that is huge. That is probably the biggest reason, of our biggest factor of responsibility and seriousness. But... Creditors, they are number driven. You know, they're number nerds. That's what they know how to do. Obviously, they do take some of this, some of the other factors, such as, you know, your responsibility, your serious, how much you're working with the company, you're working inside the company, everything. But at the end of the day, they do need numbers. You know, that's how they calculate all their ratios. That's how they have to put in write ups to submit to credit department. So they, they're, no matter what, they're going to need this. Having financial statements shows them that you are responsible, you are serious about your business, you're a real business. You know, you 
you're not just a hobby. You're not somebody out there with a hammer and a nail is hoping to, you know, make it through, make a make a buck through the day. You're a legitimate business that needs this line of credit to grow, you know, or survive, or whatever you need this line of credit for. You're a serious business, and you have a serious reason for requesting that. Reason number four, decision-making. Personally, I obviously believe all of these reasons are important, but reason number four will trump them all by far. Financials aren't just for other parties, but they are for management to make educated decisions as well. <clears throat> Similar to analyzing if you can pay for that new car with your current income, you need to be able to decipher if your business can take on a new loan. This is just one of many examples. Other areas would include reevaluation on pricing if your margins are too thin. You know, if you're only making a 5% margin, you probably need to uh, reevaluate something. Starting with pricing, maybe you got too many expenses, maybe you could cut out an expense that isn't needed. I don't know. You know, it's going to differ with every situation, but it you know you're having financial statements will calculate margins and show you if you need to make an improvement in some areas um you know another thing would be let's say looking at an expense as a percentage of revenue if you see that employee salaries are way above industry standards or just where you'd want them to be then maybe you'll ask them to cut back on hours. Uh, maybe they're getting overtime right now that's really, you know, eating into your margins or, you know, they're, you're not busy enough to justify it. All of the above, something that will be noticed by, you know, using financial statements for your decision making. You know, I mean, moral of the story, I could go on for days about examples how financial statements will help your uh, decision making, but... The usage of financials for decision-making affects nearly every aspect of your business. Something important to remember. Um, and this translates very well into reason number five. <laughs> the reason everybody loves taxes. You know, so continuing with the reason above, a, bu a business needs to know where it stands financially and able to make strategic tax planning successful. Yeah, this really is just kind of carrying off of the decision making, but you can't plan for taxes if you don't know where you're at. You know, anybody could just tell you, hey, go buy that piece of equipment. You know, you're, you can use Section 179. It's going to save you tax time. But do you really need that piece of equipment? You know, are you buying that piece of equipment to save on taxes or do you need that piece of equipment? You know, is it going to hurt your bottom line overall or is it going to hurt you? Something you won't know until you have financial statements to look at. You know, I, I get it. Nobody wants to pay more taxes than needed. And analyzing this area on a continued basis is going to help your bottom line. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how you're organized or what type of accounting method you use. Tax planning will help you at your end. Your end. Maybe not every year, but it will help you. You know, and besides being beneficial for planning, financials are important for every other aspect of tax. They not only expedite the tax term preparation process and lower your accountant's tax preparation fee, but they also serve as a saving grace if you were to get audited. Historically speaking, your chances of getting audited more than double if you show a material amount of business income, which would show on a Schedule C or a Schedule E or both. I guess if you have a couple different uh, businesses going on on your personal return. 
Having financials to support your numbers not only expedites the audit, but also eases the concern of IRS agents, both aspects that are going to benefit you in the final outcome. And, uh, you know, I, the last reason with this is the IRS does require you to have financial records before completing taxes. They really don't give a lot of guidance on how you're supposed to prepare them, you know, as in, I mean, obviously you're supposed to prepare them, you know, if you're a cash basis taxpayer, you want to do cash basis financials and that, but they do state that they require you to have financial statements. So really that's a... Um, I'd say it's pretty important when the IRS is requiring something that you should uh, you should complete them that way. So, a recap on this blog. You know, it hasn't been a long, or it hasn't been long since we had this conversation with a potential client who is now a client. But the impact is already shown. We have a monthly conference call with them that you know discusses business analytics, the usage of financial statements. You know, something we do with all of our clients on our monthly calls, and you can just tell in a few short months the improvements this client has made. Um, it's incredible just listening to his feedback, talking to him, hearing exactly what uh, you know what he's going to do with his business financials. Still a lot of progress. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of progress we can make here, but just in a few short months, it's been amazing listening to him. You know, and really, uh, with his whole entire thing, I think the pricing has been his biggest impact. You know, he notices margins weren't really doing too good. I think he, he sat back and he noticed that, okay, maybe I got a little too aggressive on my sales um, sales calls or, you know, networking in the offseason. They got new contracts, and he might have bid a little too low. You know, he was, he was getting the revenue in there, but his net margins really weren't that great. So, you know, why, why do the work if you're making 3% uh, profit off it? Um, so something that he's currently in the process of and you know like i said uh, we can thank that to him completing financial statements now so i hope you enjoyed this blog i hope you uh, got some information out of it got some value of it i understand that your time is uh you know we're all busy we all uh trying to get going through here and i just hope that if you don't have financial statements yet that this um, pushes you to consider it further or go ahead and get them and even if you're kind of laxed in your uh, financial statements, it, you know, it, it shows you the importance of properly completed financials also. You know, it's, anybody can throw together some financials, but a checkbook register isn't going to do for a business. So um, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you again for listening to the Cloud Controller audio blog. And until next time, good luck with your financial statements.